You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kipolevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. If it's Moitzei Shabbos Kodesh, this must be Rizcha Daraisa. Wow. Rabbi Yosef. You know, it's December 25th, which is a very important date, as it is the start of Mishnah Yoyimah's cycle. I don't know which one it is. It's also, there's also a, uh, a Termas Hurricane convention going on someplace in Florida, I think. A good friend of mine is is playing there. What, December 25th, it's pretty boring. I'm happy for, I'm happy for all the Mechanchim who actually could afford to go to Florida for a convention. Yeah, especially. It's not the Mechanchim, right? It's for the Baobatim. Yeah, especially uh, yeah, especially on December twenty fifth. I'm not sure, you know, exactly. You know, they are, they're definitely being more the right type of ruach. But you know, I, I let, let's start with something that you you brought up to me uh, in a different conversation. Uh, we we were talking about our imminent uh, demise. <laughs> we're talking about what we would what sort of tzavo would we leave to our to our Talmidim and Rabbonim that, uh, that would come after us and, and our children. And you mentioned to me how to, to look again at, at Rav Steinman's Tzavo. And Rav Steinman, of course, whose yard site uh, was right before uh, Hanukkah. Um, you know, he has uh, quite a bit to say, of course, here. I mean, it's not a lot. First of all, and just many people might, might have forgotten this, Noah's paid him, not before he gets buried, not afterwards, no, and no other yeshivas, and there shouldn't be anything, any phony sort of yom hisoribus or atzeres. He calls it shema shaboidim, makavoni mehesped. Don't make make some sort of yom iyun, and I know it's just going to be a hesped for me. Um, he says, I don't want anything written in the itunim uh, that are in the regular newspapers or the weeklies or the monthlies. Now, Okay, that didn't mean they didn't want anything written up about him anywhere, but not in that popular way. Um, he also said that when the funeral date comes, uh, there shouldn't be uh, uh, anything uh, in, in, in announcing it in the Ramco or the radio. Uh, okay, he says, yeah, 10 people at the Levaya is enough. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll leave out the the thing which is connected, of course, to Eretz is not to, uh, to have a, a quick Levaya. But he says, on the Matzev, it should only say, He lets himself be called the Rebbe, but that's it. Because, of course, he was. Um, he also says it should be... Yeah, no, but Rebbe is not the same thing as Harav. Right, Rebbe would just mean... It's the same uh, thing like Reb. Well, a little bit better. I know you used to call me Reb all the time, so I have to, uh, you know, say it's a little bit better than Reb. No, um, it's not. It's the same as Reb, because in modern Hebrew they don't say Reb; they say Rabbi so and so. Yeah. Okay. Um, also, he says that it should be a very, the matzeva should be very, uh, it should be a very inexpensive one. Uh, he says, and if, if and if we have to start thinking about getting the right mokum, I'm sure he had a mokum, but I'm not sure what he meant here about the mokum beis akvoris. He says, instead of spending money on this, it's, he says, if you want to spend money, give tzedakah, um, which is without buying the mokum. Uh, also, he says that uh, on the yard site or on other days when you want to come visit, he's telling his his family and others, don't spend don't spend more time than you need to, and if it looks like it's a, a it's going to be difficult to come, 
better to just learn and not speak Dvarim Betelim. That would much be a bigger source than schlepping out to my Mokum uh, Menucha. My, to, to my, uh, also, and I love this one the best, really. And unfortunately, again, I had to learn this the hard way. He says, if because, his, he asked, he's telling the Avelim, that if because uh, the you have to find a place to daven and you can't find an Omid and there's a Chiyuv, he says, don't do any of that stuff. Just go get daven. Don't worry about finding an Omid to daven. He says, that's a lot of Bittl Teirah. Just learn with Shem Shamayim. Um, I'm going to leave out uh, uh, number nine. We'll get back to it in a minute. Also, he says, do not call me a tzaddik or a shamayim, because in Ilma Emes, I know I'm not. Uh, of course, he asks Mechila, um, and he says, I don't want people to start naming them uh, children after me. Yeah, the family is one thing, but people shouldn't assume, oh, this great tzaddik. He doesn't say that. He says, I would suggest not to name any family, children on my name, but I don't forbid it. Right. Now, is he talking about... He's talking Family in also. Yeah, so I, guess, I guess so. I, I, it's hard for me to think that he didn't want anyone in the family to hold his name. Um, right? I, I think he means naming children after him like people are going to name, like after, uh, you know, after the Satmarov was nifted, the Chassidim named people Reb and the Chana Mushka by Lubavitch. I think he's saying, yeah, look, it's like, I don't know, maybe, but that's not what it says. It could be right, but it's not what it says. I think that it means, you know, he's not talking, he, he's, this is a Tzavo, it's true, it's for the family, but for more. Okay, so you wanted to talk about this and, 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 and mention. This is kind of, read the Tzavo, I really, I was not aware of it. I'm not sure I never was aware of it. Uh, but until uh, till last last Friday, I think, and uh, this past Friday, and um, when I read it, I thought, "Wow, this is the kind of tzavo I would love to leave." And then I thought to myself, "But you would never leave this tzavo in a million years. This, maybe you're gonna, maybe you're gonna be. For me, for, can I finish? Yeah. For me to leave this tzavo would be gaiva. Oh, definitely, definitely. No. Nobody in the world would think that you meant it." Everybody right. would think you were just you're playing you're playing your you're playing a, a, a kunz over here. Yeah. Um, Not that I didn't mean it, but everything I was just I, I thought I was uh, it was that I was like a probably like a like I was a tzaddik. Right, you know, as Rav Huttner used to say, you know, the biggest guy is the people that sits in the back and says, "Yeah, I don't want to sit over and just let me sit here in the back." Yeah, like I'm the basic guys. Yeah, I'm just a nobody. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm just a nobody. <laughs> um, I think when we speak about Rav um as a person, as a Balsecho, and as a as a as, as someone who never pushed extremism, but at the same time never seemed like he was giving an inch in being an authentic Shoimer Achoima and Leichem Muhammad Hashem. So, what he writes, I just want to quote one, a couple of lines from what he writes in his parish. Is uh, he says this this Gaon who. Uh, Safgan, Safran, well, in other words, he him, never ate hot, never ate sweet, just simple food. He also is very macroidinimominous. Says once when he was in, youth, in his youth in Switzerland, while talking to people, he, he plucked a flower un, not unthinkingly, and years later he sent to, to try and find a person to pay him for the flower. And he lived in an apartment of two and a half, uh, um, two and a half rooms. 
I can convey it. I was there in that apartment and I saw it and he was... Um, which he got for key money, it says, which he's never really owned it, which is never uh, upkept. It was a house which is almost falling. I used uh, simple breads, mitot sochnut, which I assume means the plank and the mattress on top. And he sat on chairs that he himself uh, sawed from orange crates without back, a back, without back, a back. Listen, it's a W duo. Even the Chazanish used to, and I, I've heard this from a number of sources, they heard about him and his tzidkus and they would get brochas from him even when he was just, you know, a very young man. Rav Steinman is, is roi for a, a uh, harocha from all tzadim. And again, it's a terrible, terrible loss. And I would say that the, a lot of the yellow sashachar stuff is worthwhile to look into. And there should be, you know, they, they put together the yellow sashachar. I mentioned this a couple of weeks ago on the Siddur. There's a lot of wonderful uh, likutim from him. And I think they're all, it's all, listen, okay, so I to do a spade and they felt the G'dayle Yisrael, whoever they were, decided that Klag Yisrael needed it. And that even though he didn't want, I mean, this has happened a lot. Again, we can go into the whole history of people who have left uh, uh, Tzavos not for a spade, but then they do it anyway. So that that was not honored uh, in general. But I, again, but what I, I think that the the idea that um, have this value in our community of pastors. I mean, some people live pastors because they have no choice, but I don't think they value it. I think that's something where, for the most part, I think our community, especially in the American community, from is, uh, you know, there is uh, certainly, you know, uh, let's let's call dear or not idea. I, again, look, you want to now try to, you know, critique. Uh, you know, I'm asking your opinion. I'm not critiquing. I'm asking your opinion. Okay. You, do you, are there yin who live in what could be considered... Is it a general uh, value or okay. is it your Okay, so obviously, school? look, when you're talking about, like, you know, areas, slummy areas that we would call Bnei Brak or places like where Rav Yoshev and others lived in Gula and, and Meir Sharem, we don't really have a similar type of lifestyle, the halal, here in, in North America. Are there yin who lived in what could be considered a nechais darga type of situation? Yes, we do have that. And who didn't look for luxus? Yes. Would it be as storied as like a one and a half room that's falling apart and, 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 and with, with mattresses that are made out of foam? That I, 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 that I don't believe. But there are people who lived, Rabbonim and Talmud HaChachamim, that here in the United States, who lived in very, very modest means. And um, Now, let me ask you a different question. Are there any Hasidish or Rebbes who have this value? Okay. Now, I, again, the you, we can now begin this question and throw it back 150 years or 200 years ago, right? You want to start talking about Rishon, you want to start about Malchus. Everybody's a Rishoner right? today, right? Right, right. You know, the idea that, you know, no, who lives like the, the Magadim is rich where he says, Kisei Shulchan, right? That's all he needs. However, you know, the truth is, is that I have, right, with the, it's like, it's like the Drosha Chazal make on Koyen Godom that once you reach a certain uh, status of Nasi, 
they have to be Megadalu, right? Otherwise, it's not Shaykh for them to, to be Moshech after them, but for, for people to be Moshech after you, right? It's a... Uh, I think, look, it's to me, it, 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 I would say, and although you were Mafakvik on the Tzidkas of the Satmarov and others, uh, I would assume... I'm a Mafakvik guy has personal Tzidkas. I would tell you, I was by, I was by the vision, it's um uh, yeshiva, and I was there where the Vishnitzer, I saw where the Vishnitzer Rebbe lived, seemed extremely modest. Um, and it seemed like, this is my question, is there a expect this Tzavah to be followed, or did he feel it was important that it should get out there, despite the fact that he knew there was going to be, they were still going to write Maimarim on him, and they were still going to call him Tzadik, and there were still be people that would want to call their sons Aaron Yehudalei. I mean, I, I think he, he was a big pikeach Unlike some of the other people that we sometimes speak about that were so out of this veld, Steinman had his pulse on the what people were about and what was really going on. Uh, it wasn't like he was so that he didn't understand. And that was, I, I think, evidenced by his political savvy and his understanding. So I have, I have a suffolk, you know, he had to write this. But did he really believe in his heart that they would be followed? I wasn't sure. I want to I want to zero in on one thing that I, I skipped before. And that is, if you people want to have a schus for him, right? So again, you know, we, we could talk about writing Maimorim and writing Abzachen. He says, if you want Taka to, to do some learning for me, learn a Perik Mishnayas in, in, in the first year. He says the girl should say 10, 10 Prokham of Tilim. But one Perak Mishnayas. If you weren't a Perak Mishnayas, do scissors, right? Now, so as I said, this is Mishnah Yoimis starting up again today. Um, let's talk about this. The idea of, again, Rashtayman expected them to do it during this year. Um, Rashtayman and the other G'dayli Yisrael uh, never really, did they ever get behind this push of let's do Mishnayas, let's be Machazik Limana Mishnayas? Uh, Neither of Shtayman and others got behind Dafyomi either. Yeah, yeah. Now we know. I, I don't know how long Mishnah Yemis was, but I know that um, that that it's been around for a while. And basically, the idea of Mishnah Yemis is not a parak; it's two Mishnayos in a day. It was started and, by the Tzayin, so I don't know if the 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 Litvish, the Aguda Gedolim got behind it. Now, now it's it seems like it's it's been dispassion because even the Frumist Moistus. Uh, uh, are pushing it and letting people know about it and putting out Mishnayas in yeah. order, right? Uh, they that shall remain unnamed at this point, but... Um, are, they, are they linked to Mishnah Yoimus? Yes, their advertising says, get ready for Mishnah Yoimus and buy our Mishnayas. Wow, okay. Right, the, um, the, the all-star... <laughs> the all-star printing company. The you AS mentioned that company. art that it's art school Mishnayas. Yes, yes, the okay. art school Mishnayas is the new is version, at, right? The new version, edited down, pared down from this colossal Yad Avram, you know, sort of like, <laughs> you know, totally all over the place Mishnah that was like. So, you know, what Yad Avram is good for. Um, uh, actually, I have uh, a Balchuva, who I learn with every week, and he does. He finds. I, I, I hope he makes you into a Balchuva. <laughs> <laughs> he we started learning about Babakama and he found it too difficult. And he's the arts. I told him, okay, get the arts commissioner, see what you think about this. The Yarabram, and he finds them very, very uh, appropriate. Uh, they're still available. You have to probably dig. Yeah, yeah no, they're still available. You can still get arts the go, 
article, let's say, an article keeps all its books in print. You can even still get my uncle in a seed from them. Uh-huh. Is that so? Yeah. Okay. Well, look, here, here's the thing. Um, the, uh, you know, the arts, the, what I, I, they're, they seem to be doing a great job in their Mishnahs. Um, I, I, I have, I have a couple of volumes and uh, I got some stuff on Caleb and Oilis and Zroyan. And I thought it was actually an upgrade from what had been out there from before. But let's talk about the landscape because even the arts grow Mishnahs, although it definitely is Shimushi. I think the first one I bought was in Shemitah about 14 years ago. They came out with one uh, during for Shemitah on, on Shvias. And that was the first one they did. And Rav Nota told me he, he had a copy and he said, Rav Cook has not mentioned one time in this whole thing. How could that be? So, because um, <laughs> Rav Nota got, they sent Rav Nota, it was a Hebrew. It was the Hebrew art school Mishnais from 14 years ago, from two Shemitahs ago. And I remember Rav Nota was saying, like, Rav Nota is not such a tongue. So he really ended sarcastically, obviously, yes, he did. right? Yes. Yeah. He said, Viken is I. This whole thing, you don't mention, I don't see Rav Cook here once. Uh, and then the Shabbos um, So let, let's talk here for a couple of minutes. Um, again, let's put our scroll off the table. Most people, I guess now, maybe Art Scroll feels with their muscle that they're going to knock out everybody. But up until now, you know as well as I do, it's all been Mishnayas Mavueras, which, by the way, Kahati, uh, uh, you know, uh, I want to make a Karnostic statement here. Okay. I was going to uh, tell you something fascinating about Kahati, but go ahead. Which is, uh, personally, I, I'm, I'm a purist. Uh, and therefore, when I learned Mishnayis, I did not learn to use Kata, use the Pharisee soil. Okay, I know. Uh, but uh, and you Kata use the Mishnayis all once in your life. Quiet a second. I... Be quiet. Okay. One thing. This is just your one... typical stuff that you can never own up. You don't to. know what I'm about to say, so be quiet. The, I, I, I'll uh, bet you I do know, but go ahead. Don't. I can't guarantee it. But I feel about Kati is very good for, for beginners and for for. Yes. And for Baabatim. Yes, okay. And I believe that the that the beginning of the downfall of Orsamech Mansi was when they removed the Kahati from the base Medush. Because, okay. That I didn't that know was, you were going to say. Yeah, I knew you wouldn't know. How would you possibly know that I was going to say that? Okay. They removed knew, it from I, the I base I knew what Medush. you were going to say about yourself. Because I remember, yes, yes I remember once in seventh grade, I used the Stein. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. Okay, but, you, okay, yeah. You, you think everything, you think, you know, everything I'm going to say all the time. You were yes. just very predictable. That's all. Okay. Yes, yeah, just... I understand. Yeah, sure. Yes, you are. Okay. Yes, you are. But this time you didn't predict it. So there. Uh, okay. So uh, so in Orsameach, okay, let's so explain why Orsameach started to go they down. They were told by Godel Echad, we don't know who. Through I don't know who. The don't spoon remove... feed the Talmudim. The Talmudim no. should be spoon fed. No, no it's Trafe. Okay. Well, by the way, there were my marm that came out from Chesida Shurebis against Kahati. Uh, yeah. Okay, right. they're all seen in Yeah, yeah. Because learning Mishnah from Am Yisrael. Look, I don't understand what they have. Listen, they're fine, a yid. This is a tiny, that's why. And, and he was, you know, he was a... Um, you know, his father, yeah, been, one of the volumes donated to his Garid and B'nai Akiva, you know? <laughs> yeah. Now, I think his name was Gechtman. His name was Pinchas Gechtman. Uh, and his father was Kohos. So he came to Israel. So now, yeah, Kahati, yeah, Gvaldik, you know, Gechtman. So the truth is like this. Um, he was hired because he could write well and he could put things together in a, in, in a, in a, in a manner that he was able to capture the Thompson's idea in a modern Hebrew. And it was, it was printed up in the newspapers 
as the Mishnah Yomis. So you'd basically get two, Kahati had two Biurim of Mishnais, that's what he was working on. And then they would also put in the Rambam and the Shulchan Aruch. This was like a Limud thing for these from newspapers in Eretz Yisrael. So you'd open up to page 20, whatever it was, and there you would find Kahati every day was getting paid, probably peanuts, to work on this Mishnayas. Eventually, when he did a whole Seder from 55, I think he started, but then it's five years. When it was over, he starts, oh, well, you know, let's, and again, with some money from probably the Medina and others, let's print this up. You already wrote it up in the... In, the in, Islam, I think, no? Yeah, we already decide. We already got it in the in the newspaper. Let's collect it all, and we'll start printing it out as volumes. The kachabe, all right, and then it becomes the most popular, probably one of the most popular Hebrew svarim uh, in in Klal history. Probably again in the top ten, fifteen in terms like with the Kitzer and, and Mishra Brewer and other things like that. Okay, still probably one of the top bar mitzvah presents in the modern Orthodox schools. I would say is a set of kahati mishnayos. Okay, the English hey, tra- what? The English translation is gone, is gone schwach. But of course, you would never look there because, of course, you know, you only looked at Gadi once in your whole life, right? Okay, so anyway, <laughs> so maybe when I'm talking to you, I could tell you something you wouldn't even be able to, to respond because you only looked at it once when you fell over and, and, and it happened to be that page was sprawled open no, at I your nose. Learned, no, I actually used it less recently when I had to learn Kinnam. Uh, because it was so difficult, so you figured you better cheat a little bit, finally. Okay, so let me explain something to you. Kahati is, was, in many ways, original, but in, <laughs> I would say, ways people don't realize, unoriginal. We know Patrushkas, the Patrushka Mishnayas, the Yiddish Mishnayas, from Simcha Patrushka, was a, uh, a Talmud of Menachem Zemba, and uh, that really gave you that surah of a hakdama and a beer that ran together. And, and I, I think Kahati somewhere is moida that he basically took a lot of stuff from Patrushka. Now Patrushka, I think, for the Yiddish uh, for a Yiddish person, even if he reads Hebrew well, probably will get more out of that than Kahati. And I'll tell you why. Kahati overloads. He, again, he, maybe this wasn't the original version that was in the newspapers, which are probably impossible to find now, but what eventually started printed in Mishnayis Mavueras ended up being not a beer maspic, readable, but still too long and still too convoluted. Sometimes he felt the hechrach to explain two or three different Rishonim or Mephorshia Mishnah that he needed to speak out. In which way, really, the Mishnayis ends up you becoming a little bit, you're sort of a little bit unnerved because you're not sure how to take the Mishnah. The Hakdamas, many of them are very similar to what Patrushka wrote, and those I think are very solid and a good way to remind people about what Nechzei Tzayn Barzal is or whatever it is they want to find out about or whatever sort of Hakdama they, they are. But the work itself, I believe, is lugubrious. I think it's a work that doesn't necessarily answer the bell. Let me explain what I mean. Often people turn to Kahati Nebuch when people are nifter. Oh, I got to learn a Mishnayis. Okay, here, take a Kahati, learn a couple Prokham. Again, I think that for learning quickly, chopping the Inyonim, or let's say even you want to memorize a Mishnayis or just get it in your head. I think Kahati is too much. I think that there, I think, and it's not enough. 
it, it's not as, you don't have the lumdus that uh, Tysus Yontif would give you. You don't have the harifus and that the Tveris Yisrael would give you, although he sometimes quotes the Tveris Yisrael uh, quite a bit. Um, and therefore, I see it, although you're saying it's a great thing for Balabatim, I actually would encourage a Balabas who would want to go through Mishnayis efficiently and quickly the first time, before he's ready for the Bechah for Tveris Yisrael, Tzitzis Yantav edition, to use Kahati's predecessor in Eretz Yisrael. Now, both of these works, one, I believe the Rav Kuk Pras, one in 53 or 55 and one in 67. And that, of course, is Chanoch Albeck's uh, parish on Mishnayis. Um, now, it came out from 1952 or 53. I think it was, I think 52 or 53 was the first volume, and I think it threw about 55, 56. And it was actually Bialik's Einfall. Uh, Bialik said, we need a parish Amami for B'nai Eretz Yisrael, and people reading Hebrew. But, Al, but Bialik wasn't able to uh, really work on it. So Albeck, who was a professor in Hebrew, his father, of course, was a, a tremendous Tamachocham, Rav Sholem Albeck. He was the one who put out the Ravon. And of course, he was the, the exposer of, the, of, of Benjamin Svi Orabach's forged Eshkol. As you know, he was the one who, uh, uh, who ended up printing the more acceptable, real version of the Eshkol. So Sholem Albeck, who was a, a very big Tamachocham, his son was uh, Hanoich. Now, the, the, to me, and I have seen a lot, it is it, it, it makes you work, which I, this is why I think the, I would have said, take it out of Or Sameach. Give them enough that they can have to struggle a little bit, but still get the answer and not be overwhelmed by, by the Taisus Yontif and the Taisus Rekiveger and the Taisus Chadoshim and the, the Boyaz of the Pharisee Yisrael. Give them something that they, they still have to push themselves. They're getting a little help from the beer on the bottom, but they're able to cover ground and feel they've done something. Also, if they want more, you can find stuff in the back. You can find Biurim, uh, mostly scholarly and not necessarily the type of thing that you want to uh, be mafalpo and lumdus. But still, I think broadening your perspective. So I would, I, I am Miss Abel that in you know, art scroll and everybody pushing, it's Mishnah Yoyimus time, it's Mishnah Yoyimus time. I would like to see Albeck be back on the shelves. And I think it would, I think people would be able to learn it quicker, more effectively. I think it would also, look, he was, he's not the nicest guy in the world. He was a very bitter person, Albeck, because when people criticize his Mishnayas, he would bite your head off. And, you know, Orabach, Mephraim Orabach, the Chaker, uh, criticized him and wrote Bikairis on him, and he blew up at him, and it was like a a pull mist that went back and forth. Very ugly. However, in one way, he was sort of similar to Rav Steinman, because when they wanted to give him the Israel Prize, I think in 1957, he said, what's with these prizes already? He says, we get taxed so much. He says, I don't want to take the prize. I don't want the money. He says, he says the, the, the government is giving so many taxes to us. Look, I, I don't want to be Nenef. You want to put this money? I don't want to take it. It's wrong. So in that way, although in a much gruffer and, and no way, like you, would, you would never mistake Steinman or Steinman and Albeck, but at least he had a, a little bit of understanding that a lot of this is Narish, right? And again, I know you don't have a copy, but I worked very hard to get my copy. And as you can see, 
Rabbi Yosef, here's my copy, and you can see I use it. All right. You know what I do have with the fascinating thing. I wonder what used to be right here, but I don't know where it is now. Machon uh, Harry Fischelbich nice. And Lieberman put okay, out. Okay, I have that. I've had English. that for I've had that for thirty five years already. Reviews. I mean, I've had it for thirty five years, yeah. But unless you say you had it first, because of course you need to be the more bigger chayka of a doyresh here. So Chassid Shalom, I don't want to take away from you the role of being the bigger chayka. So, but that I was fascinating that that Mishnayis was uh, uh, in essence uh, like kind of like the Yad Avram, and that it was Ian uh, Dikem Mishnayis. In That's English. a brilliant. Okay, that volume, a brachas, demai and peya. That is a tremendous volume. I agree with you. But that's not for the Moscow. Oh, no. That's no. not for the Moscow. But you're right. The Ha'oris, the Biurim, they, they captured lightning in a bottle. That is a great... I agree with you. I agree with you. Um, but okay. But let's assume, as you say, Albeck is probably not going into print. The hegemony of Kahati, I think, is pretty complete, despite the Chassidim who say you shouldn't have it. Um, again, I, I, I still say that it's, uh, you know, listen, both, neither of us really learned Mishnayas, you know I mean, right? Um, and yet, uh, doesn't make, look, Taisus Yontif understood that we got to get people learning Mishnayas again. But what he did, basically, was give you the Tamtis of the Sugya. And so therefore, you wouldn't feel you were cheating yourself, right? The Taisus Yontif is really about, hey, look, I know you don't, have to, you don't have time going through the Gemara. I'd really like you to wear Mishnayas, but I want to learn Gemara, Daddy. Okay, you know what? I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you the Mishnayas, and you'll be able to learn it and read it. And, you, and don't worry, you'll get most of what the Gemara says about it, and you can actually feel good. You can, I'll even put in some Shakavitaria, right? Has the Taisus Yontif ever been... Um, has anything ever supplanted it? Has anything ever? Right? Don't you think? If you, l- l- let me ask you this question: you have, You're going to wear Mishnayos. Well, they used to publish the Mishnayos with the Iker Taisvus Yontif. You know, the Rav and Iker oh, yeah, I know, right? I understand. I they still publish that. Yeah, you can see that from Eshkol and stuff like that. They were able to do that. But let's say you know, the old, um, uh, you know, uh, uh, desert island. I'm on a desert island. I've got one w- one beer Mishnayos to use. That's it. Right? What would it be? What would Bechav for? Eat the Pharisee's throat, hands down. You think so? Me? That's it for me what it would be, yes. Okay, look, I happen to have, again, I don't want to pull rank on you, but listen, I went through... Uh, Were you on a desert island already? <laughs> me and you on a desert island would be a very, very bad situation. <laughs> we would need a lot of we would need a lot of sunscreen, first of all. That's number one. But, uh, yeah. Um, you would say, you would say I'm going to just get the Tveris Yisrael with me. I would disagree with you because I think, despite, I love the Tveris Yisrael. When my Harusa in, in Mir said, Avramo, you're going to marry either the Anenical of the Tveris Yisrael or Anenical of the Malbim, because those were the two Sfarim that I was very, very connected to. So I have a tremendous Abba for the Tveris Yisrael. And there's no question about it. Uh, but come on. Uh, if... if, 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 if it's clear to me that, you know, the, the if I don't have a Gemara with me, the Toysus Yontem is going to provide that. The Toysus Yontem is going to provide, you know, most of the Gemara stuff that I need. And I think most of Rav Kiveger's Ha'oris are on Toysus Yontem. I think the Toysus Kiveger, the most of his Ha'oris are on things that are in the Toysus Yontem. I think so. Right. Now, now, again, now some people will tell you, I'll just go with the Bartanura. But again, to me, you know, um, to me, the Taisus Yontif, again, again, you have them Lechishloyma and you have the Mishnah Rishoyna and the Mishnah Chreyna. Uh, look, the Lumdus in the Mishnah Rishoyna, the Mishnah Chreyna is, is, is immense. 
He's a Givaldic alumnum. And there's Chidushim. It's unfortunate that people don't learn it enough to be able to, to take out Wonderful. the alumnus. Yeah. Uh, so, but still, the desert island, you know, hopefully, you know, you could you can manage. Um, you probably aren't going to get the, the richness of all the nuances from Atosis Yon, because he's basically just going to he's basically just going to give you the Gemara and some interesting uh, side points. Um, look, you'll find Atosis Yon. Look, all these Perushim are very good. Obviously, Mishnah Shon and Mishnah Achron is Gabaldi, but um, the Pharisee um, Israel has the Yochin, has the Boaz. You'll get some mostly clear explanation. You'll get some lumbus. That is well, my remains, my preferred parish. Yeah, look, I went through all the Sagdomas, and I think, you know, he he needed some help in how to write in some way. Although he 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 fancies himself extremely yeah, he's very pretty clear. I don't know about that. He fancies think, himself extremely organized, but he gets is. off the he gets off the topic. Okay, he has a little bit of some type. Nah, nah. Yes, he in does an interesting it. way. You know, that's something which I think he has over the Kati is that the Kati has no just just single minded. And uh, well, listen, he's very strong as it's Kati was a balabos, very strong was a role of an ashtod, you know. I'm saying, Do whatever the reason, I'm just saying, you know, that's the point. The very strong has a you know, gone on a uh, at the end of Kedushin, who have this, so he has this whole thing about Basel, you know, you would never find that in the Kati, of course. And and a lot of that is the most speculative stuff. Listen, the the, the mimer, um, mimer Basel is great. Yeah, but I'm talking about the most famous one, of course, which is the in, in Sanhedrin, of course, which is the Drushor Achayim, yeah. where, of course, is the one that's that great. Been, was that's where I discovered that uh, the, the uh, yeah, it's phenomenal. Yes, yeah, well, again, a lot of the speculation there is... I know, that's why the Chassim don't learn it. Yes, well, they used to do something else. They used to, they used to when the, because the Mishnayis was there, they would somehow have a way to tie up the Mishnah that you could only open up the first part of it, and the other part of it was like, was like sewed shut. In a way, here, here here's what I also another a peeve of mine. Okay, look, Mishnah Yomis, I don't know. I think two Mishnayos a day is not enough. I consider it empty. Maybe as empty as that, you know, for some people. Well, usually people doing Mishnah Yomis are doing other Yomis as well. So uh, maybe they didn't want to be machped on them. Well, you're in other words, just like in those newspaper articles. Here's the Rambam. Here's Shulchan Aruch. But uh, and again, if somebody wants Mishnah to be his limud, these two Mishnayos a day. Again, what sort of... Oh, that's enough, of course, yeah. And then after five years, I did all Shisha Sidri Mishnah. Okay, because, you know, after davening, as you're putting away your tefillin, the Rav started was learning two Mishnahis. Oh, we do Mishnah Yomis in our show. I don't know. To me, that is a uh, is a canard. I hear. Um, yeah, I, 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 again, you got to invest time in anything you do. And now, now, let me say one thing I would like to see a change. I would like to see... Because our program is very influential, as I've said in the past... And we're going to change Clyde's throw. Well, look, we, there are people that are going to go out and check out to see if they can find Albeck now, which will be a schus for Albeck despite his ordinariness. And, you know, by the way, there was a Din Taira. <laughs> Rav Mordechai Margolis took him to Din uh, for plagiarism, not for, for, for not giving him credit in, uh, for, because for, for the work that he did in Seder Nazikin. A lot of the Lumdas Shazachan that were Mordechai Margolis and the Havonas that he had. But anyway, he should have a Ghanaid and, and it will be a big school. Here's what I think. We all know that Daf Yoimi doesn't learn everything. We are learning, we are both your Shalmi people now. We're learning Zroyim and other parts, which you know doesn't become part of Daf Yoimi. Now, 
that I think is a corrective that needs something has to be dealt with. Now, just listen to me for a second. One Eitzah is every Masech that is no Bavli, put in your Shalmi. That's one Eitzah, right? That's one Eitzah. The other Eitzah, which I've heard, because it doesn't work for Taharis, right, is to do the Mishnayasin. That at least to do Mishnayasin. And hopefully you'll do, I think, you know, the granddaddy, the superstar of the of, of, of Zroyim and Taharis, right? And you know what I'm going to say. The superstar, not the Raivin, not the Rambam, the Rash. The Rash is really, again, the same way from the Ramban Sefer HaMitzvahs, you become a Lamdin. If you do the Rash in Zroyim and in Taharis, you, right, this is a way to really think in a, a Lamdisha way that you're not going to get in almost any other way. The, the, the Rash is safer is it's 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 almost like the treasure that every single guy who owns a shas has and nobody knows about right you're talking about usoidus right it's not just tham oh, oh in fact i'm going to say something even more perhaps heretical the rash by him again he's we know who he is that you know he's um shimshon from sense shimshon ben avram who's called the the rashba on psochim for example the tesis are rashba psochim he is more analytical and to the point in these Mishnahists than sometimes you find in the Baliatesis and these other Mesechtis where they sometimes quote him. It's almost like he, he, was, he was zeroing in and, 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 and being masbered these Dvarim. Like, it, it, there are places in, 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 in Taharis and in Zroyim where he mamish is Koilei in ways that you're looking at the Rambam, you're wondering, what's going on over here? Like, like the Rambam seems to be writing for like okay i'm gonna explain what this min is and what's happening like and and the rash is mamish getting to the getting to the to the essence of the lumness of, of the idea that's behind there plus of course connected to all these gemara so i don't know you know i would like to see in dafyomi a reintroduction first of all zroyim and taris you don't finish dafyomi until you do mishnayas what do you think i i think that track needs to be pushed especially for people like like us that are on their second or third, whatever term they're on in teaching, do the Mishnayasin, right? Don't they just, right? What's your, what's your response to this? Rash Gishmak. You don't think the Rash is Gishmak? It's, it's, it's voluminous, and it's like a best, best it's learning Gemara on Zerayim and Taras, which for Zerayim, you have Yushami, for Taras, you have nothing, but uh, who wants to learn Gemara on Taras? So, so, but then again, I did Shas. Baloney, you did Shas. Oh, I did the Duff. I we went through Shas. You did not go through Shas, right? All these people who said, I went through Shas a couple of times through Duff Yoimi. No, you didn't. You didn't go through Shas through Duff Yoimi, right? Right. Right. So, right? And, and, but they're, they're lying on Abedo Tam. Okay. But we know that today, especially with. Of course, you're right. And there's Mishnah Storm and learning with Mishnahites and Rosh. You're 100% right. I'm not, can't disagree. I, I, who could disagree? You know, well, though, at least they're doing something. But they're being, see, again, this is where Riska Derisa comes in. This big, tremendous, churning business that, that, that all the booksellers are all behind is leaving real tire in the dust. And therefore, and, and, and all these giant conventions and things that are going on to celebrate the, all of these things make it impossible for any sort of change.
to happen. For people to sit back and say, look, look maybe Klal Yisrael now needs not to let Torah be muznach bekeren zovis. And especially something which is of such a caliber, you're talking about, you're talking about Mabish gold, gold. The, you're talking about Rishonim with ideas that, that again, it's almost like... It's so what, my, what do you want to happen? What, do you want, what, what are we looking for? My, whoever, whoever runs things should say, look, we are going to make a change, this machzer. This machzer, there's going to be this option, and we encourage all B'nai Teiru who are doing it to, therefore, now, it's not going to be seven years, it's now going to be eight and a half years, or nine years, but that, that and the siyumim are going to include that, we're going you to... Don't, you don't tamper with success, you, you try and find, you would have to find all, to know, to know you don't grow, then you become decrepit, you don't alter, we are stuck in, in, in a mindset that keeps us completely on the sidelines and unknowledgeable about science and other things. We're not able to, to, COVID proved how much we were, didn't know what we were doing. We were behind the eight ball and we were behind everything when it comes to, to using the internet, everything. Look, so we got to do, we just got to stay the way things are. This is a, we have a, we have the possibility of a world, especially of Lamedim and Feinabalabatim, to make this stuff available. Look, it would give great parnasa for all the translators, you know, all the people who would work on making the Rash Mavur right, and yeah. everything like that. There would be a whole new parnasa would open up on Zroya Mintaris, right? And, and okay, when we get when the when the movement starts, we will spearhead it. We'll give Shuram on the Rash. Mishnayas Rash Taris. All right, listen, as long as yeah, you're right. This is what they could learn the Sidra Taurus too, by the way. Okay, look, the, the Sidra Taurus is definitely, right? The Sidra Taurus is probably one of the most Gishmakis for him that uh, was written in the 19th century. It is, it is, lift the fingers from them. It's mamish incredible. It's beautiful, beautiful stuff in the Sidra Taurus. Um, Gorin tried to do something similar to that on McVoyus. The Sidra Taurus is, 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 is a great, great, uh, uh, look, there's probably been, Again, it's 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 magnificent, but that's again that's already going really really awry. You know, um, we're talking about just starting. All right. Well, a, okay. Mir Hashem. Mir Hashem. We will. You have my seder. full endorsement, and I'm willing to collaborate on any project to introduce learning Taras with Brash because I do badly in Shami, and it doesn't include Taras. And, and Zroyim. No, Zroyim. I Shami includes. Fine. Okay. Yes. All right. Okay. Be well, my friend. Take care. Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode. 